smoke taste. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. What? Not gonna respond. Not really. There's not a, a real response to that. What is it? What is the response to that? I don't. Mm-hmm. What was the other thing? Not the blue eyes thing. What was the other? Bakra. Not that. What was the thing that my my brother would say? Or would he just rub his hands together? He, did he say something though? Oh yeah. What did he do? He definitely said something. Uh, this one's for Love You on Bell. Uh, I mean, also a thing, but not. No. What? Oh, I don't remember anymore. I don't. I, don't I remember think he either. did say something. He's definitely too. said something while he was rubbing his hands together. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's too bad. That was pretty funny. I mean, I bet if I text him, he might he might be able to mm-hmm. come up with it because it was definitely his thing. It was definitely like a something he would say yeah. and then get wrecked because he didn't really win that much. He may he might have won out in like a four player match. A but, four player, well, you know, tactic, and we're playing on yeah. Great Fire Escape, Great Great Ape Escape. I forget that's the called. But on a one v one, it's a whole whole different fucking whole different bag of marbles. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. As always, I'm your host Brendan Groom, and joining me today on this lovely Friday evening is the anime 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 senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how you doing over there? Oh, terrible now. How, how is life over in Google Stadia Founderland? Like, how do you feel being a Google Stadia founder? I feel better than everybody else. Are you trying to kill console gaming as we know it? Is like, are you trying to directly just put your foot on the neck of us console gamers? Yep. All you console gamers, all you uh, master race fucking plebs, you guys aren't ready. Well, you think it's going to have PC heads too? Everybody, everyone's going. So everybody going to die. You're just going. The new master race platform mm-hmm. is is Stadia. Your boy's gonna be, you know, doing raids with his boy Lord Shacks on his PC, and then you know, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just finish this up on my phone on the go. You're bringing Shacks into this right now. Presses it. Hey, it's coming with all the Destiny Two DLC, man. So before we get into it, this week's episode is going to be all about our E3 2019 predictions. It but, is? But leading up to that, this past week, we got a Google Stadia Connect. Is that what they called it? They called it something. There was like a, I believe it was like a Stadia Connect, whatever their presentation was. Um, I didn't watch it yet because I'm still really on the fence with Stadia. I think eventually our future is going to be leaning towards that, like in the future like yeah. i don't know how far from now but i think eventually that's where things are moving i mean if you look at like sales trends and like digital is always growing each year so i mean going towards a streaming future maybe not 100 percent streaming but definitely like a more digital future is on the horizon at mm-hmm. some point yeah. um i'm still a little apprehensive with stadia but since i didn't watch it did you watch the the whatever uh, yeah, it was i think i watched i I watched it. I think there was a couple of trailers for games that they showed that I kind of checked out on. Like, it would play, and that would just kind of open a different window and do something else. Okay. What Were you, prior to this, going to go in on Stadia regardless? Or was there a reason or something in that that made you think, I'm bite now? Uh, prior to this, I didn't really care one way or the other. Just because, like, I've got a bunch of consoles, and all yeah. I really do is play Overwatch and then complain about Overwatch. So I was like, yeah, whatever. But they offered the Founders Edition, all things considered, seemed like it was a decent deal. Okay. 
So I was like, ah, you know what, I'll do it. Because and... of the controller and the Chromecast? Yeah, or... controller and the Chromecast. Um, and then I think I can gift I can gift somebody three months of whatever like the paid version of the subscription services. I looked at brief details of uh what the founders edition included i don't watch anything but i just i was debating if i wanted to also dip my toes in here i'm still debating and i haven't pulled the trigger but i'm i'm leaning towards i might just do it because i'm an idiot mm-hmm. um but it it from what i could tell is people this year the only way you can play stadia this year is if you are a founder and then next year there'll be a free service mm-hmm. and then the 9.99 a month yeah and I believe the differentiating thing is the nine ninety nine nine ninety nine a month gets you four K sixty FPS yeah. and some I don't know if it's free or discounted games a la, you know, Microsoft Games of Gold or you yeah. know, PS plus and whatever they call those free games. Um while the free service will get you up to, depending on your internet speed, ten eighty, sixty FPS. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're apprehensive or unsure, you can always just wait till next year and yeah. just dip in that way. But besides, is it a special controller? Do you get, like, a special color? I think you do get um, special colors. I'm not 100% sure if they aren't going to sell that color after. I think it's called, like, Founder's Blue or something like that. It's like okay. a dark, like, navy blue. Uh, they probably, I would imagine they wouldn't sell it after just because I think that would piss people off that were early adopters. I know I did when I went on the website. I looked at the other three color options, yeah, and the names of them they name, made me chuckle. They they do the same thing with their phones too. They give them like silly names. I think one I of think, their phones is called Not Pink. Really? Yeah, one of the phone colors was Not Pink. The so the white control there was three controllers on the website. The white controller was called like clearly white. Mm. I think the black controller was called just black, and then Wasabi was the other color. Yeah, I think it was just called Wasabi. Um, which the Wasabi controller, I liked the way it looked, but from what I could tell when I briefly went on to the website, you couldn't change the controller. You could buy a second controller, but I don't know why the fucking name, why would you do that? Um, one of the games, one of the games that they showed off, it looks, it was Overcooked-esque. I think it was called Get Packed. And I, I, I think did, it's I Couch did, Co-op. Yeah, I did see that, but... I, I don't know. I, what was the ultimate selling factor for you that made you jump on this? The Chromecast and the controller? Basically, Chromecast and controller, and I was like, hey, you know what? My stock's looking pretty good right now. I can afford this. Oh, this guy over here. Um, we'll see. Maybe, maybe you can sell me on it a little bit more, or maybe I, if I listen, watch the thing, I, I can can't, buy it. I don't think it's a great purchase for me, personally. I can't, I, so I can't really sell you on it, but... I I'm just I think worst case scenario like after my three months like maybe I won't resubscribe but I still got that Chromecast yeah I mean what what is the retail of the Chromecast I the believe Chrome... I believe it's the Chromecast Ultra, Ultra yes um I think that one might be seventy or eighty dollars okay and then I believe the price of the controller if you buy it is seventy or eighty dollars so yeah. you're you're basically like I mean all things considered if you wanted a Stadia controller and wanted a Chromecast. Yeah. It's worth it, I guess, for that reason. Yeah. What What would I'm like? I'm completely and then out I can, of loop. And then I can pick my name. There was the other thing. Like, yeah, if I'm gonna get on this, might as well get a good name on while I'm at it. Meaning, like, you just you get the ability to make a name before people next year, or yeah, pretty much. Okay. I think there was like a special badge too that you get tied to your account. That's like, oh, I'm a founder. 
I, I mean, I'm sure that's worth it. I think it, for me, it's really just like, hey, you know, I got to pick the name fucking Noob Master 69 before everybody else. Yeah? You're not going to go with uh, Michael Strange Strangelo? What was the name of the... What was the name in uh, Endgame? It was that. It was Noob Master? I'm pretty sure it was Noob Master 69. If it wasn't that, it was very similar to that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that was the name. Um, I I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll do a little bit more digging and see if it's worth my time or my money. But, I mean, it, regardless of whether or not I bite on this, I mean, we're all going to have access to it at some point next yeah. year. So we can all dip our toes in then. But, I don't know. Unless, unless closer to the launch, I don't know how long the pre-order window is unless it's the entire time until November comes around. Mm-hmm. Unless they announce a game that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking down with that. Like, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, really, at this point, at best, I will use it for the novelty. Like, I'll use it yeah. on some and like on some very underpowered system just to see what I can get away with. It is a great thing if it works. If it works, it's fantastic. Um, what would sell something that would easily, if you're listening to anyone that works for Stadia or Google, what you could sell me on is if you put Overwatch on it and it was crossplay, then okay, cool, I'm down. Even if it was just crossplay with like yeah. Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, because then I would have a reason. I believe it's got. I think Destiny has crossplay. It's either got cross. It doesn't it's have cr- cross as cross save. It does. I don't believe it was crossplay. I think it's just cross progression. Okay. So you could again, which. I don't understand the point of this because, like, here's the thing. The other thing with Stadia, from what I understand, is this year only, during this beta phase, pretty much, I don't think they're calling it that, but it's pretty much what it is, I don't think you can play it on every platform. You can only play it through the Chromecast. You can't play it all over the place. Uh, That is probably true, I believe. So at the end of this, it should work... Um. In anything that runs a Chrome browser, and there's going to be, I think, an app, or you can play it natively on their Pixel line of phones, and I think phones in general will get an app at some point. I think that's how it's going to work out. Okay. And then um, with the Chromecast, I think you can use it to play on your TV, because then you can just cast the screen. Yes. But I, I want to say for this starting period though it's only playable through the chromecast on your tv like it's not you won't be able to use it on multiple screens Mm. my guess is because i mean they did the 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 trial run with uh what do they call it project cloud project uh i forget i had it it. with assassin's creed Yeah. yeah so i think this is probably a good way for them to gauge like if the servers are going to crash, you know what I mean? Like, if they just fucking went all willy-nilly and let it be available right away on everything, I could see that having a lot of technical problems and it taking longer to figure out how to fix those. Mm-hmm. Where if they lock it just down to one thing and there's an issue, they can probably remedy it much quicker. I mean, I don't really know how that would work, though. What do you mean? Because, as far as I can tell... <laughs> She must have attacked her. Welcome um, to the show, Navi. As far as I can tell, the Chromecast is only necessary because you can't you can't run a Chrome browser 
on a TV natively. So, like, by default, you should be able to play it on anything with a Chrome browser, which is pretty much any device. Maybe I was incorrect in what I read, but from what it sounded like is this first couple of months of it launching, Mm -hmm. it's only going to be through the Chromecast on your TV. I thought that's what I was reading. Maybe maybe I'm incorrect. Um, Who knows? It's... She didn't shut the door all the way, so Navi's definitely going to open it. And I'm not going to get up, because we're in the middle of the show. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Google Stadia, interesting. We'll see. It, it definitely, when Todd was calling me out in the group text mm-hmm. about it the other day, granted, I didn't watch the thing. I was at work. You said you got it. Wang said you got it. And I was like, fuck, I kind of also just want to get it, because why not? Mm-hmm. And I figure, I figure the thing with Stadia, to me, is... It's Google. It's a company with fucking endless amounts of money. Yeah. This is going to be a thing that stays around, I'm assuming. At least for a little while. It, it would have to fucking... It would get have, a weird track record. It would have to fucking really flop for them to abandon it, I would imagine. Right? No? Are they, I, I, I don't mean, know. You would know better than me. Do they abandon if, tech all the time? They, like physical they, tech? They try a lot of things out, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Google Glass is one of those big kind of misfires that they've had at least in a hardware standpoint they've also had like a couple different hardware devices like the uh i think the nexus player um they had some other stuff too i think some other like things that you know they tried didn't really work and then that's gonna should knock all that over is she trying to get to the handle she might be so navi right now for those of you who aren't sitting in the room with me and mike which is everyone uh she's in here with us the door shut She's climbing on a pile of uh, stuff, clean clothes, to what appears to be reach the door handle and open the door. Navi, if you open the door right now, I'd be very impressed. Yeah, I can't even be mad. She's trying to figure it out. I mean, I can be regardless. I'm not going to be mad regardless because Kat didn't do anything to me. Navi, it's okay. Hang out with us. It's fine. The other thing about Google Stadia that I think is a, is another reason why I don't think it's a terrible investment if you're intrigued by it because I mean yes there is obviously the possibility of them getting rid of it or canceling it or whatever abandoning the idea but there's rumors that Amazon is also looking to do something similar Mm -hmm. and obviously Microsoft is dabbling in that I'm sure Sony is also dabbling in that since they just partnered with Microsoft to have Microsoft use their Azure cloud services mm-hmm. for their stuff. So it's clearly like a thing that is going to someone or multiple people are going to move in that direction or at least offer similar types of services. So because it's not just like a company having a crazy idea and saying, we're going to try this, it's it seems like everyone's kind of like, we all need to kind of get to that point or at least offer something similar. So... Mm-hmm. That is like a little bit more security in my mind that it might not be something that just goes away. Hmm. Will it ever be the full fucking 100% norm? Probably never, but I mean, there's always going to be places that just don't have the internet and stuff like that, access to stuff like that. So who the fuck knows? Hmm. Uh, Regardless, I'm definitely interested to see how it shakes out. What I really hope it doesn't do is like fuck up all of the other platforms. Which I don't see that happening, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see if it does take off and it does very well and it works as they intended to. I could see someone like 
Microsoft and Sony working together more to basically unify against a company with a lot of money. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Microsoft has a lot of money. I don't know if Sony ha- Does Sony have a lot of money? Are they like a... Like a I think both companies have a lot of money. It's just that both companies, most of their money I would is ima- in, like, the larger company in the video game portion. is like a I would imagine Microsoft company. has more money than Sony. Just as a company. I feel like Microsoft is just in more things. I It depends. I Like, again, my, Sony's big thing, I think, is, like, was it televisions or they got... So their money's in entertainment? Their money's, like, in entertainment. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I remember, like, the Sony Pictures and Sony and this, that, and I've... Sony Music Group, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. Their, their money So they is... must be up there. They... Are they under an umbrella, too? I think Sony might be the top dog in that whole... Same for Microsoft, right? Yeah. They're not under someone else. And then Google is under someone else, quotes, but it's them. It's, it's them. They just kind of rearrange things. But, yeah, I think both those companies have a lot of money, but, like, their video game department is not, like, the big money maker. So if they feel okay. like cutting their losses, they might just be like, hey, you, gotta, you know, you guys are done. I think, I don't know. This is a whole different, like, topic we're getting into, and, and I want to talk about it because it's really interesting to me. But we should pivot to what we're really here to talk about today, and it's our fucking E3 2019 predictions, Mike. No. So E3 is coming up. It's this sunday uh rolling into tuesday and there have been in the past few days few hours a lot of leaks and i've purposely not looked at them since i knew we were doing this today i'm like well i don't want to like what's the point of doing this if we're just going to read leaked shit so there are leaks out there as as the time of us recording this some of it's true some of it is probably fake too but I purposely stayed away from anything that was E3 leak. Mm. Uh, just because, again, I, I think it would be silly to record this episode and also deal with that. So you can do whatever you like, and we can be right or wrong. Who the fuck knows? But to kind of give you an overview, if you're not familiar or not sure of what how this is all rolling down, uh, Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, the 9th, June 9th, we get Microsoft at 4 p.m. Eastern time followed by Bethesda at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and Devolver Digital at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, And then on Monday, we'll have Limited Run Games at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, PC Gaming Show at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I don't think I've ever watched the PC Gaming Show. I don't even know if they announce things. I'm not sure what exactly they do there. Uh, Then Ubisoft is at 4 p.m., followed by the Kind of Funny Game Showcase at 7.30, and then Square Enix at 9 Eastern Time. And then on Tuesday, the Soul Dog Nintendo at uh, noon Eastern. So, what I figured we would do is one of two things, and we can kind of go from there. We can either give our predictions in order of these things occurring, or do the smaller ones and then end with Microsoft and Nintendo since they're the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. So, I have it set up either way. So, whatever you would prefer to talk in what order. I think it might make more sense to do Microsoft Nintendo at the end. Because right. the other ones will probably be quicker conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll start with the things that are actually part of E3. Because Limited Run Games, PC Gaming Show, and Kind of Funny Game Showcase, and Devolver Digital, I don't know if they're actually on stages at E3 or not. Mm-hmm. They're definitely like worked into the schedule here. But we'll, we'll cover that kind of as one group at the end as well before we get into microsoft nintendo so bethesda 
Now, this is kind of a weird one because they last year announced and teased Starfield, which was their big space RPG coming, as well as the Elder Scrolls Six. And for both of these games, they pretty much just showed, like, a logo, and that was the extent of it. Now, I've seen reports with Todd Howard saying that neither of these games will be shown at E3. Oh. So, I don't really know what beefier things they're looking to show off here, because they just had Rage 2 come out. So they could show some Rage 2 DLC or, or future content for that. Um, my guess is we'll probably get some Fallout 76 DLC or content rollout or something. Um, we could see more on Doom. But outside of that, like, I, we'll probably see some Wolfenstein, uh, the new Wolfenstein. And, I, I don't know, I mean, are we going to see Skyrim get ported to another platform? What else is left? I don't know if it's officially announced for Stadia, so maybe it could be announced for Stadia. What? I mean, Cuphead just got announced for Tesla, so maybe Skyrim could come to Tesla. I should have bought a fucking Tesla, man. God damn it. I'm just confused as to how and why Cuphead... You've seen this, that Cuphead is being I, yeah, I saw. ported, I guess, to the Tesla. What, what does it even mean? The Tesla, um, I believe all units, like, they don't have, like, a like a standard dash they just have like a, a mounted on like panel unit okay the screen that you can use to control a bunch of shit so presumably you can play the game like the game would play on that I'm not really sure what you use for the controller but but aren't you supposed to be driving a car it's I mean the autopilot feature is pretty good is it legal are you like allowed to do that I don't know I'm how sure these things work I'm sure it's frowned upon I'm sure like you could get pl- so it's actually a pretty funny um, news report I saw of, like a guy getting pulled over because the cop says hey you can't like mount a, a laptop screen or like a TV to your to your dash like that it's like oh no this is Tesla this is how it's built like, this is a stock unit yeah all my all my controls here I control like my air conditioning the windows all that shit I do that from here and the cop was like really interested in like learning like oh that's pretty cool I didn't know your car could do that um, so is that legal uh Sure, it's frowned upon. It might be in the legal gray area. I'm pretty sure Tesla probably recommends you don't do it. I would love to. Do you see about the porn that was filmed? Uh, porn that was filmed into the Tesla. No. They put the auto. They put the autopilot on. So the car again is pretty good. Like it'll, you know, it'll stay within like the highway lanes and like just drive and like and if a car. Can, and it can sense. Yeah, like if the car stops in front of you, it'll stop. Um, it'll How speed. quick is the reaction speed that the car knows to stop if someone slams on their brakes? I don't know about. The that but it, like if it was like normal traffic it'll do a pretty if job. you're in autopilot can you override the controls manually at any point and like press I the brake you should be able to it, i believe so and also like i think you have to put your hands on the like, steering wheel every every so often so like it knows that you're still there and like conscious and not fucking dicking off okay interesting well that guy was literally dicking off that guy was literally dicking off did you watch this uh, video? No, I meant to. Like, I saw the article. I'm like, oh, I'll do that. I saw it like when I was at work. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out when I get home. And then I forgot about it and I fell asleep. And this was like weeks ago. Interesting. Um, okay, well, that's a that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a cop 
pull someone over because I thought your story was gonna go a little bit differently. I would love to see a cop pull someone over in a Tesla, have no idea where the Tesla is, and think that the person is lying. It's like, no, 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 you can't have a laptop up here. No, 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 this is my car. You're, I've seen people like you. Yeah. And then, like, arrest them or something. I don't know. You're going to jail, sir. Tesla, drive home. There's also got a cool feature in one of them where, like, I think you can have it, like, if you have your car parked somewhere, you can have it pull up to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's parked in the parking lot and you're, like, you don't want to actually get in and pull it out. You're just like, hey, you know, I'm out here. And it'll, like, back up or forward itself out to you. Yeah. Still do it. What's wrong? Well, now I have to trade in my other car and like this. You could do it. It's I already lost. It's already lost value. And like I this. have faith in you. I have faith in you. You have money just sitting around to buy a Tesla? Hmm? You have money just sitting around to buy a Tesla? I could make it work. This fucking guy over here, Mr. Moneybags. Listen, Mike's balling over here thinking about getting a Tesla. We still need you to go to Patreon, become a patron, and buy shit from our store. God knows I'm not Or sub to us on Twitch because, yeah. I ain't, Pass Controller doesn't got Mike Tesla money, apparently. Fucking, we ain't, we ain't got Michael Strangelo money over here. For, like, months, I had, like, a tab open on my Chrome browser. Of just For like, a Tesla? Tesla, I was like, maybe oh I'll buy God. it. And then my car broke down. I was like, is this when I do it? Is there a wait list, or can you just go buy one? Um, it depends on what Is there a Tesla dealership? There's one in, there's one by the crew. Oh, that's right. You can, you can go test our car. I test drove a car. Yeah, I test drove you one. You test drove one? Yeah. Did we talk about this? We, I think we did. This was months ago because my manager. Maybe you did. Like, t- oh yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So there's like one. I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but yeah. we definitely talked about it. Okay. That's cool. Um. Anyway, back to yeah, uh, back to the matter at hand because I don't want to miss cookies tonight because we're treading in that cookie territory. Oh yeah. I do know what the cookies are, by the way. Oh, tell me about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll chat. We'll have a little powwow. Saw Eric earlier. Um, when I was at Front Street. My guess is maybe we'll see something get ported to the Switch that isn't there or already not to go. So maybe Fallout or a Fallout collection. I don't know. I doubt Fallout 76, but maybe Fallout 4 or War 8. If Fallout 4 gets ported, I, I might buy it a second time and maybe this time I'll play it. Ooh. Uh, That's a lie. There'll probably be some sort of mobile game. There was a mobile game last year, I believe the year before we as well. We've got phones. Everyone's got phones. Um, do we think there'll be a new IP? No. No new IP from Bethesda? Do you think there'll be any new game announcement? Like a new game? From like, them? oh, from Bethesda? Yeah. No. And I don't either. And that's why I'm confused why they're still having a fucking press conference. It's just weird. They must have something to show. Because if they're just going to go up there and show off, like, DLC or new trailers for something that's already been announced before or, like, a Switch port... I feel like that doesn't warrant a full press conference. Just just go just go share the Microsoft stage, go share the Nintendo Direct, do that. So we'll see. Who knows? Um, moving on. We have Devolver Digital. Now, from what I remember about their press conference last year, it was basically what I would expect a a conference from Devolver to be. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it last year? I'm pretty sure I did. It was on late at night, so I think I watched part of it and then rewatched it in the morning to kind of mm-hmm. like get a, a fresh eyes on what the hell I just happened. It, it was it was a lot of weird things. I'm trying to remember if I can think of any games 
that were announced that I care about. I don't know what games were showed off last year. I think last maybe Pedro was there. Pedro should have been there. Um, there was that one game that apparently came out in Japan for like the 360 a long time ago. Was that the game they closed with? They closed with a game that was like a port of an old game yeah, or something. Yeah, that was the one. Okay. Where like you're... It was like a mech game or a tank game or something. Yeah, and like yeah. the president was involved. Yes, yeah. I think that's what they closed with. And I think it was I think it was a big deal for like a cult audience. It was mm-hmm. like a cult following around that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Devolver games. Like, I love a lot of the stuff that they publish. They just had a big sale on the Switch. And of like the 10 or 12 games that were on there, I already owned like eight of them. And I downloaded Red Strings Club last night because the sale ended yesterday or today. So I was like, I want to get those too. It's like the only games... Like, I have almost all of the Devolver games that are available on Switch right now. Uh, Like, I love the games that they publish and and develop. So I'm excited to see what they have to show off. But if you... Like, there's nothing I can predict from them. Like, I wouldn't know what to predict. What I can predict is... I'm going to see things that I probably want to play. That would be my prediction. I'd be shocked if there wasn't at least one or two games that I like. Definitely, were like, I'm buying that when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll see Heave Ho because it's a Devolver published game. Um, but that's something that could potentially also show up in the Nintendo Direct, just because it's a Nintendo Switch title mm-hmm. in a Steam game, I believe. I don't think it's coming to any other platforms just yet. Um, so who knows? Uh, do you have anything else to add to Devolver? Devolver is one of the weird ones. It's kind of hard to like predict what they're going to show off. I, I I bet it will be a wacky oh, it's conference. Crazy. So I'm excited to see what shenanigans they're up to. Moving on, we'll get into our Monday night, which we'll start with Ubisoft. Ubisoft is another one that I'm really excited to see what they're going to be showing off because they have a lot of really good IPs and they have a lot of stuff that is out now that they're supporting a long time that we'll probably see some good DLC for so like I would definitely like expect to see some Rainbow Six Siege stuff and some Division 2 stuff outside of that I know we're not getting an Assassin's Creed this year I think they've been very upfront about that but do you think we'll still see the next Assassin's Creed or do you think they're going to hold that it's not coming out this year they've assassin's creed for a long time was an annual series and then they stopped doing that when the last not the last two because origins and odyssey were well received and did very well mm-hmm. but prior to that it was like unity and whatever and those are the ones that got like shit all over right um so they kind of backed away from doing it every year and then moved on to this new method of like hey we're gonna put the game out when we feel like it's ready and not just do it because it's a fucking yearly game mm-hmm. Uh, which obviously has worked out better for them. So do we think we're going to see the next Assassin's Creed or no? Mm, no. Based off of nothing. Okay. Do you have a guess as to what you think the next next Assassin's Creed will be? Because we got Origins two years ago, which was Egypt. Mm-hmm. We got Odyssey last year, which was Greece. Mm-hmm. So do some people are saying we're getting like Vikings, which I think would be kind of fucking dope actually. Vikings, that makes sense. Um, I think there was another like rumored, uh, I don't know what to call it. Not 
I don't think they're necessarily based around countries. I think they're usually based around cultures. Does that make more sense? Yeah, I guess. So I don't know what, what other types of, like, country slash culture would fit their mold that they're currently in. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're... I feel like Egypt and, and Greece have, like, a light connection. Is at least At least in terms of the combat and stuff that they would have in those two two games mm-hmm. um so i don't know what they would do next if it's vikings though i'm fucking on board with that that'd be pretty fucking awesome i say roaring 20s i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know about that one going with it all right that's mike's prediction let's see if he's right even though he said that it's not going to be there um other games that we can probably expect to see uh skull and bones which is another game they've shown off the last two years i believe which was basically just a naval combat game where they kind of talked about it as you control like there's people on the ships but it's more like you're controlling the ship and not like the individual people on the ships Mm -hmm. so there's that coming it looked really it looked really good i don't know if it's a game for me though like visually it looked like a very well presented beautiful game um undoubtedly we're gonna see the next just dance game i'm almost positive just dance is at every e3 as it should be it's a fucking mega hit for them are you at just dance now that you're fucking fit brendan no um i i go for runs outside and a body by beat saber those are my two dusting off the the balance board listen we fit was a fucking blast we fit was a fucking good time I don't know if I lost weight doing it, but it was a fun minigame selection. Hmm. You didn't fucks with fucking Wii Fit? I mean, I remember playing it at your place. The fucking but... soccer headball, head, headed butt game? That was amazing. There were some fucking jams on there. Mm-hmm. I, st- I have two Wii Balance boards for some reason. I don't know why I have two. So I can bust them out. We can fucking get it going. Uh, I don't think that's necessary. But now we should do it. Who you, Write into us. Go, join our Discord and yell at us. Find us on Twitter at pass controller and yell at us if you want to see us stream me and mike playing we fit or write to our po box uh, address we don't have one of those we can get one if you want to write into us we can do that i can make that happen i don't think it's that hard to do i don't know i don't know either i'm sure it's just some sort of payment where is the post office it's a thing i said where i like i don't know where the oh yeah no it's a thing oh okay uh i mean our post office is it's like right. It's right in the middle of downtown. Oh. So if you were to go like you're going to Ugly Mug, mm-hmm. and you're driving past Ugly Mug, and Ugly Mug's in your right, mm-hmm. you get to that satellites right there. Yep. So you're at the satellites right here. Mm-hmm. Across, if you are at the red light right here, and you look slightly to the right and straight, it's right there. It's a oh. big brick building. Okay. Next time you are in that direction, you know what to look for now. Cool. I mean, it's just a post office. Nothing spectacular maybe you have to pick something up at the post office one of these days maybe we'll see uh outside of that do you think we'll see a new rayman game we're gonna get more rabbits you think we're gonna see rabbits game more rabbits no rayman you think rayman's taking the fucking back seat rayman's yeah no oh okay no one cares about rayman okay all right all right uh do you think we're gonna get a sequel and or more DLC to Mario and Rabbids. Probably. 
We we already got some. How we did get a we did get a Donkey Kong expansion pack at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really think like do you think that that's on the table though? I think it's, the game did well. I think it's a it's not a remote possibility. I think it. Do you chance. think that they would also in either in addition to which I don't think in addition to, but instead do another Nintendo crossover? Like, do you think they do a Rayman and fucking Samus game or something? Uh, Doesn't be those two paired, but... Yeah, no, I think they'll stick with what they got. And just keep it Rabbids and and Mario? Maybe, like, another year of this, and then, like, if down the line they say, hey, you know what, we've tapped this well, how about you and I, and you being Nintendo and I being Ubisoft, uh, team up and do something different? And they say, we got a champ. Well, they probably wouldn't say that. They'd probably say, uh, um, Mon Cherry? I don't know. Ubisoft's yeah, they, they in France. They said something French. I don't know. I don't know a lot of French words. I don't even know what Mon Cherry means. Does that just mean, like, woman? Brennan's entire knowledge of French comes from... <laughs> from Gambit. Gambit. It does. It really does. Oh, Mon Cherry. <laughs> what does Mon Cherry mean? I, I don't know. My sweet? I know. Yeah, I, that's why I said woman. I thought it was just like a, a term of endearment of yeah. some sort. Okay. Yeah, so that could say Mon Cherry and Nintendo. It might be a little weird, but... Oh, Mon Cherry. Was Pepe Le Pew also French? He was an offensive stereotype is what he was. But was he supposed to be French? I think so. Did he, he, did he, he use either, French words? Did he, he speak either, French? He was either French or like he was the kind of guy who thought chicks were into French people, so like he acted like he knew French. Did he just always go, oh, well, we... Didn't he do that? He would like he would grab the cat who had the unfortunate, <laughs> who unfortunately like got a white stripe on her back, so she looked like a skunk. So like it was already a mistake, right Pe- there. Pepe, oh, he's one hundred percent French. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, and then like he would grab her and like he would run up and he'd kiss up on her like, and then he would say things in French. Okay, while right. like he was doing all. This. We should look up a clip and see if he actually is saying French. Words. I think Warner Brothers decided like he was too bad and like they got. Oh, him I mean, in this climate. Yeah, he's like, pro- we, he's probably not a character. We can't they, joke about they, this they, anymore. They, they it throw is around. too real. They probably don't throw him. <laughs> What's the Dave Chappelle? <laughs> oh, that's a rape. Oh, he's a rape. <laughs> oh, I was going to show you that picture earlier too. Uh, keep talking. I'm going to find this picture. All right. Uh, so moving on from that, I think if they don't have a new Rayman or another big new title or new IP, I think the thing they're going to probably end with would be more a deeper look at beyond good and evil too oh yeah that's their big 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 boy but i still feel like that's probably a next gen game i don't think that's coming out next year or this year but you never know you could see we could see but i I actually have been uh happy with ubisoft in the last few years i feel like they're really doing a kind of just a fucking good job with all of their ips we'll probably see uh more ghost recon Uh, i know that game was announced a little bit ago I don't know if they've gone into a lot of detail or if they explicitly said that it was coming or find more out at E3. But actually, if this turns out to be a thing and Splinter Cell comes back, they'll probably close with Splinter Cell. I don't think they would save that for the Microsoft conference. I think they would probably close with Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. which is a big rumored thing. It's what people really want. Uh, Mike, can I read this or no? Can I read yeah, it you can Okay. Yeah. I'll Yes, yeah, Okay. So Mike's showing me this uh, meme here. It says, This Sesame Street Muppet will become the first to experience homelessness. And this person wrote, Oscar the Grouch has been living in a trash can for 49 
years. I mean, he's not wrong though. Yeah. Um, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. <laughs> Nobody helping me. Oh, it's so great. All right, so we'll continue on our Monday trek and close it out here with Square. Now, I mean, I'm obviously the most excited for Microsoft and Nintendo's, but we'll get to those when we get to them. Mm-hmm. But Ubisoft has me pretty excited, and Square has me like really excited, mainly because of this Avengers game that we're going to finally see. Yeah. And there have been some rumors about what it is, and I think they've mentioned very, very minimal details about it, but there's apparently going to be some sort of multiplayer element as well as character customization. So what some people are saying, and this I could fucking get down with if this is what it is, because the thing that's weird about it is that they're saying that it has this multiplayer focus, and if it's just like the Avengers... And it's like a multiplayer game. It's like who who's gonna get stuck being Hawkeye? Like who wants that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like stuff like that. Well, Plus, it might be like uh, Yamcha and Dragon Ball Fighters, where like he's actually pretty dirty. We'll see. I mean, if they gave him his Ronin and shit, I mean, because he fucks people up in Endgame. But it, it gets. I feel like it gets kind of when you have if it's a multiplayer game and it's like a open world traversal, which again we don't know if it is or not. But we do know it's multiplayer. If you're Thor and I'm Iron Man and Dom's Captain America, we're fucking flying around. And Dom's like running. Mm-hmm. He's on a motorcycle. And Todd's Black Widow because apparently he loves Black Widow. So he's just like. Also on a motorcycle. He's just like running around too. Take an Uber. And then Joe's Hawkeye, I guess, in this, in this scenario. Shooting arrows. Pew, pew, pew. I like how they're. We, apparently we've unlocked all these characters. Like, you know, you guys are going to pick the guys up and just run. I'm sure there's like a well, do we, do you think we're getting well? So here's okay. So some people are speculating that what this is going to end up being is that you don't play as the Avengers. You play as your superhero that you create mm-hmm. in the Avengers universe, which is interesting. But also, do you think that's what it could be? That'd be cool, but I don't see it happening. Would that be I what you want? See... I guess what would you want from this game? But or finish your thought, and then what would you want from this game? I was gonna say I can see. I'm trying to think. There must be a game that's like this, where like there is the established cast of characters, but then you can just like make your own insert characters. Sort of like Jump Force, I guess is what I'm gonna use as a terrible example right now, where you're like you can make a character, but you're like playing with uh, all these other guys. Is that what you do in Jump Force? Uh, you, yeah, you can. You can make your own character, and then, like... But Jump Force doesn't have anything outside of fighting, right? That's not, like, a open world, like... Yeah. So, in that scenario, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially when it comes down to traversal, I mean, you're obviously gonna want someone that can fucking fly. Yeah. Well, you get, like, a, a plane. You get your little... You get a Quinjet. Everyone gets a Quinjet. Quinjet's across the board. Yeah, but even if you're just moving small distances throughout a city? Quin car. Quin scooter. I mean, I guess that's a solution. I don't know. I'm I'm just very I'm I'm fucking like they need to knock this game out of the fucking park. In my opinion. Mm. I would argue that like Marvel is at like an all time high yep. with Endgame. People are fucking ready for this shit. Ready for a good a really good fucking Marvel game. 
Like, we got Spider-Man. Was that last year or two years ago? Uh, PS4. PS4? Uh, I think it was two years ago. It was... No, no it was, was last year. Because, yeah, it came out last year. So, I mean, that was a really great game. And I feel like that nailed Spider-Man. Like, that crushed Spider-Man. So... I really want them to crush this game. It's being made by Crystal Dynamics, which is the team behind Tomb Raider. So it's another weird element that it's like they are really good at this single-player narrative game. How are they tackling this IP with sprawling identities and different characters and a multiplayer focus? I'm really intrigued. I'm like, I'm pumped for this fucking game. Part of me wants them to open with it. Part of me wants them to close with it. Part of me just wants it to be the whole fucking thing. It's not going to be, but I just want to see what this game is, and I can't fucking wait. Um, outside of that, I think we have a really big chance of seeing Kingdom Hearts come to Switch. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be 3. I think it's going to be the story so far. All right. In doing that, I also hope they bring that to Xbox because it still blows my mind that they brought Kingdom Hearts 3 to Xbox One, but they never brought the other stuff over. So if you're only an Xbox person or Xbox Nintendo and you just don't have PlayStation, it, you there's a big possibility that you don't have access. You know what I mean? Like you've never played the other games. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's weird that they didn't just put that out before 3 launched anyway, but hopefully now they can kind of save that by doing it, because I'll buy it. I mean, I have a PlayStation, but I'd rather play it on my Xbox anyway, or on my Switch. If it comes to Switch, I'll probably buy it there just so I can play it more often. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to see 3 come to the Switch, even though I just I literally just bought it today for 25 bucks. Because it had some sale at Best Buy, and it's like, finally, I'll just fucking buy it, even though I haven't played the other games. But you know what? I want to fucking... I want to see all the fucking hubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-
will we see Octopath Traveler come to PlayStation 4 and or Xbox? I think that's a possibility. It just came out on Steam. It seems like that window of time where it was a Nintendo Switch exclusive is over. So I could see that being an announcement, it coming to PlayStation and Switch. Um, there'll probably be some mobile game announcements here. I don't see why that wouldn't be a thing. Tomb Raider. The story that they just... So the last one that just came out, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I believe is what it's called, the last game. I believe that's the bookend to the trilogy of games they just did over the past few years. So I don't know what that means for the future of Tomb Raider. I don't know if that means they're ready to make a new Tomb Raider game or reboot it again or whatever that would mean for this new story. In the meantime, while they're figuring that out, unless they already have a plan, I could see at least the first of these Tomb Raider games getting ported to Switch and that being an announcement that gets that gets made. Because okay. the first Tomb Raider, which is just called Tomb Raider, uh, I'm sorry, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the third one that just came came out last year. Mm-hmm. So the the first of this reboot launched on Xbox 360 and PS3. So I could see it coming to Switch because it should be able to handle it for that reason. Um... Outside of that, we'll probably get some Final Fantasy VII stuff. I think they've already kind of alluded to that when they did that little little thing, little trailer. I can't remember if that trailer was at one of those PlayStation Direct things. But they did one recently. So we'll definitely see more of that at E3. And then some pie-in-the-sky stuff. I feel like... I feel like we could see some sort of additional remasters. See you later. Have a good night. Um, I think we could see some additional, like, either HD remasters or more ports of older games since they literally did a shit ton of that last year. Right. And still released a bunch this year, too. So we'll probably see that. And then I think they're making a sequel to Crystal Chronicles, which is a Final Fantasy game that came out on the GameCube, which I loved. I believe they're making a sequel and it's coming to Switch. So we'll probably see that as well. I don't know if you've got any other things to add or something you'd like to see from the Square roster. Uh, no. I would love if they remastered Chrono Trigger, and that was an announcement. That would be. I think that would. I think that would get people fucking ant. Maybe even take some of the heat off of Final Fantasy VII remake not being on still. Could be it. We'll see. Square likes to do a thing where they announce games way too far in advance. When they clearly shouldn't do that. And I feel like they're still on par to do that type of thing. So we'll probably get some sort of announcement that just isn't anywhere near ready coming out. We've got this idea for a game. We're going we're gonna to write this word down on a piece of paper and show it to you. And that's going to be us. we got Final Fantasy 20 in the works. But we're 16. We're already on to 20. We're already working on 20. We're forward thinkers. Um... Moving on, before we get into Microsoft and Nintendo, we got the PC gaming show, the limited run games, and the California Game Showcase. <laughs> I have nothing to announce, or not announce. Yeah, what are you I have nothing to announce. I have nothing to predict about the PC gaming show. I don't know. They're gonna. There's a new uh, Minesweeper coming out. Nothing. And uh, I don't know. That's stuff. Great. Good job. 
Same with limited run games. I like what limited run games does. I don't know what they're going to announce. I don't know what that could be. I think they also had a thing last year, too. So, we'll see. I don't think they actually publish anything. I think they just make physical copies for games that are digital only. Mm-hmm. They may have helped publish some other games in the past. I'm not sure. Um, but I don't really know what to expect from them. The Kind of Funny Game Showcase I am excited about because they... We watched the first one they did in December mm-hmm. of this last year. We actually uh, live-streamed our reaction with it. We did? We did do that. Oh, Navi was with us. It was a great time. It was a good time. It was right after I got my Overwatch bomber jacket, too. I was fucking looking fresh on stream. Like, I was looking good. Okay. I was looking, uh, you know, quite delicious, as some might say. I think I think the None term is snack. I think I was very snack-like. I feel like no one would say that but you. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. So I'm excited to see what they got going on because it's probably going to be heavily indie-focused. And in the December one, they showed off a lot of games that I ended up being really excited about or loved when we played them at PAX or something. Like Sayonara Wild Hearts was at the last kind of funny game showcase. Falcon Age, another one that I really enjoyed. I think Bloodroots was also something that got announced there or showed off for the first time. So I'm excited to see what they got going on there because it'll be a lot of indie games. And if you know me, I'm the fucking indie game bad boy, right, Mike? Yeah, unfortunately. Not self-appointed. That's what Mike Mike gave me this title. So I'm obviously going to keep this title forever near and dear to my heart if you gave it to me, Mike. Biggest regret. Uh, second biggest regret in my life. What's the first? Uh Oh, what was it? Something with, oh, yeah, letting my sisters take my N64 games. It's a bad call. Did you ever get them back? No. So the problem was that I got the GameCube, and I was like, well, I got a GameCube now. I don't really need my N64 games. Here you guys go. You guys can have them because I got an N64. I'm going to play this, and you guys have your N64, and you can play my old games because they were cool. And then when I want to revisit said games, they'd be like, oh, well, maybe I can get them back from you guys. Now, well, let some people borrow them, and I never got them back. So, like, shit's gone. Yeah, when we're kids or we're younger, we shouldn't be allowed to make decisions about things we're going to regret when we're older. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've made bad decisions with old gaming-related stuff that I wish I had somehow the foresight to not get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the biggest thing for me probably is things that I've traded in in the past. Because it's like, oh, I don't have money because I don't have a job and I'm 13. But I want a GameCube. Okay, let me get rid of all of my sh- fucking N64 shit or whatever to get a GameCube. And then I think I did the same thing with the GameCube to get fucking something else. I kept some of my GameCube games. I kept like some of my heavy hitters, like mm-hmm. the fucking like the Mario Kart Double Dash, the Wind, Wind Waker, Sunshine. Like I kept Crazy a, Taxi. I yeah, cu- yeah. yeah, of course, Crazy Taxi. I, I mean. Like, literally, Crazy Taxi is single-handedly the reason why we have taxis today. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I can't even fucking continue yeah. that statement. Um, oh, crazy Taxi. There is a Simpsons panel. This is not in any of the notes here, but there is a Simpsons panel at E3. Do you know about this? Do you hear about this? Do you know about this? I knew you were going to do that. No, Did you know about this? No. So a lot of people are thinking we're getting Simpsons Hint Run, too. Because why else would The Simpsons have a panel? So, I don't know. There's going to be some sort of Simpsons, Simpsons Arcade HD remaster. See, that's a weird one because it's... I mean, it's a Konami game, but it's a Simpsons license, so they'd have to work out a deal. 
to make that happen. Mm, but you never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened, Mike. Um, moving on to the big dogs, the big boys, if I may. Mm-hmm. The old, the old uh, top dogs here. Okay. You've said dogs enough times. A couple of dogs. I haven't had a hot dog in a while. We should go get some chili dogs. Channel our inner Sanix, you know? Get a little fucking chili, chili McChili tins. What's the ideal hot dog for Mike? Is it just a plain dog? You want a little bit of ketchup, mustard, relish, chili dog? Just hit me with your favorite dog. Just ketchup and mustard. Call it a day. That's your that's your jam. You that's go ketchup dog. and mustard. That might it. If you have the option for any any toppings, like if someone was gonna make you a fucking fresh chili dog, you'd still go ketchup mustard over it. I I don't think I eat chili dogs. Well, how how do you supposed to go fast? I don't, and I'm okay with that. All right, fair enough. I'm probably just a ketchup guy. In my youth, I was a relish guy. Bear in mind, Shadow the Hedgehog was the ultimate life for me. He didn't eat chili dogs. Is there no iteration of Shadow where he's a chili dog muncher? Brennan, you're asking me a lot of questions about Sonic lore that I definitely don't have the answers to. All right, just Tumblr it real quick. I'm not going to go on Tumblr right now. Just just type in Tumblr? After, after they get rid of their porn, like, there's no reason to go on Tumblr. Nah, there, I'm sure there's plenty of Sonic fans on there still. What I do want to look up after the show is I want to look up why there's a connection with Sonic and Chili Dogs. Why is that part of his character? Is what? that a TV show thing? Because I don't remember him ever referencing Chili Dogs why in the video Why do the Ninja Turtles game. like pizza? What? I don't know, because it's New York. We get the best pizza. Why do the Street Sharks like uh, cheeseburgers? Is that a thing that the Street Sharks did? I think they did. I'm not 100% sure, but they mm-hmm. definitely had a thing. What did the biker mice from ours eat? Cheese. I don't know. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I need to look up that after. I need to know why that's a thing. Because I'm almost positive zero video games reference Chili Dogs. Yeah, probably not. So it's definitely a cartoon thing. It, it, and it's not even like, I don't know, were the cartoons made for an American audience? Was that like their way of being like, Sonic's cool. He likes Chili Dogs. Whoa. Probably. Interesting. Uh, see, Shadow has the better infatuation. He's more like... <laughs> You mean the Chaos Emeralds? I'm going to assume you mean the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, it's so good. I found... Oh, I forgot to send it to you. That's what I was looking for on Twitter earlier before we started recording. I found a really good fucking Chaos Emeralds thing, and I can't find it. Shit's gone. Maybe I didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe someone deleted it. I don't know, Mike. But if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google fucking Obama Chaos Emeralds and go from there. So it's a good... <laughs> You mean the Chaos Emeralds. It's so good. I'm going to assume you mean the Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> yeah, I have one right here. <laughs> oh, Chaos Control. I've got one of them right here. President, President, put your hands up. Chaos Control. Oh, it's so good. It's good every time. Yeah, it is. It hits hard. I feel good. I'm like, let's go find some Chaos Emeralds. Anyways, we need to get into the fucking meat of this show right here. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Past the Controller Podcast, I don't want to say it like that, the Past Controller Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and treat yourself to these tasty, scrum treats. And I forgot to mention that they also have a second location at 1 Washington Square. That is the jump-off. They have soft serve. You can get yourself soft serve and a fatty. And let me tell you, a fresh baked cookie with some fresh poured soft serve 
in a cup together. Top it with some cereal if you want, because yes, they got cereal on deck for you to top it with. What did you get last time, Mike? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, probably. Loving it. Eating all that fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Anyways, love those guys. They're great people. And if you do head down there, let them know past the controller saying. So before we get into the two conferences separately, do we think that Microsoft will show up at the Nintendo conference or Nintendo will show up at the Microsoft conference? Do we think that's going to happen in any way? Uh, I didn't think about it both ways. I mean, even if you don't want to say which one, do you think that there will be a joint something somewhere at E3 between the two of them? Uh, oh, actually, no. I don't I don't see Nintendo saying anything about it. Maybe Microsoft might say something like, hey, we can now do something on the Nintendo Switch. Maybe. So you think it will be a service thing and not a game? Not like... Or in the Blind Forest is coming to Switch, or Rare Replay is coming to Switch. You think it will be like, Xbox Live is now going to be on Switch? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that we have the potential to see them do a crossover in some way, whether it be Banjo or Steve from Minecraft coming to Smash, mm-hmm. or another port coming over I think that I think if we see a new Banjo-Kazooie game shown off at Microsoft's press conference I think that means we're getting Banjo and Smash if there is not a new Banjo game shown off I don't think we're getting a Smash Microsoft teaser there but I do think we're getting one. And if it's not... Again, I think it's contingent on them showing off a new Banjo game. If they show off a new Banjo game, I think we're getting a Banjo in Smash. And I think it will be shown off during the Nintendo Direct, not the Microsoft conference. Hmm. If Banjo isn't shown off there, like a new game, I think that Microsoft will show off a new Banjo game at the Video Game Awards this year. And that's where they'll announce Banjo and Smash at, later in the show. Mm-hmm. That's where I think their involvement would be. I don't think they're ready for the Xbox Live thing. I wish they were. I would love if they were. I don't think it's ready yet. They might, at the Xbox conference, announce something like Rare Replay or Ori going to Switch. But I don't think it will be someone from Nintendo coming to the conference. I would be, it would be fucking awesome, but I don't think it will be. If there's any crossover, I think it's going to be on the Nintendo Direct, and I think it will be Phil Spencer coming into the Direct. Like, whoever is hosting the Direct, which will, I'm assuming, be Doug Bowser? Fucking Bowtown? Going to fucking Bowtown? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would assume it would be him saying, like, we have a special announcement from our friends, you know, in Seattle. Fucking. I'm Phil Spencer. I believe people should play games. Here's Banjo. 
not so great. <laughs> Good boy. I wanted very, I wanted very, to do a banjo. I really wanted to do a banjo, and it just turned into Mickey for some very reason. Very concise little announcement. Hi, I'm Phil Spencer. Here's banjo. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Goodbye. I wanted to do that a fucking banjo voice, and I, all, Mickey came out. All of ten seconds, you got it all banged out, and the button would turn on. Like, thanks, Phil. Thanks, banjo. I'll, I'll say this instead. I'll say, go. Nope, that's goofy. Do a banjo for me. Oh, I don't have a banjo. Banjo. Uh, I can't do it live right now. I can't. I'm banjo. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But I think the go is goofy. I think I think he's more like a. I think gosh. I think in Ugh. Diddy Kong Racing he went on banjo. Whoa! Didn't he, he do that? He did do that. Okay. Can you do a kazooie? No. Uh, I don't even want to try. It's gonna sound real bad. You know what's great? <laughs> the, <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> I can't even do it. <laughs> I can't do it. There was a look in your face <laughs> when you were saying, "Can I do a kazooie?" <laughs> and like your face grimaced <laughs> the way someone does when like. They're about to do someone's like, a compression of somebody, but they like, is this an offensive, like, racist accent? That's <laughs> that's a look you had in your face when you're like, should I do this? Like, this is a bad idea, right? No, it was more of, I mean, yeah, it was a bad idea of, can I make this noise? Because I don't think I can. I'm just going to sound like a fool or hurt people's ears or something. So, that's where I stand on that. I would love to see a Microsoft character get brought to smash which i will again i know i've said this on the show before but i'll go out and say this if we do get a microsoft character in smash i think it will be banjo or steve from minecraft those are the two that make the most sense they're both been on nintendo platforms they're both recognizable whatever it wouldn't make sense to put halo it wouldn't make sense to put master chief in there because mm-hmm. it just i mean it would make sense because he's an iconic character but it wouldn't make sense in like except sa- saccharized you rules that Master Chief briefly appeared in the reflection of a TV found in Electoplankton on the Nintendo 3DS. My guy. He's got him. Yep, there it is. He's got him. Um, Pie in the Sky, crazy port, Microsoft port to Switch. I'd love if the Halo Master Chief collection came to Switch. It would be fucking dope. It wouldn't really, it wouldn't really like compete any other way like it wouldn't do anything negative to microsoft i don't think i think it would just be hey let's just bring this over here regardless anyways if we do get a microsoft character in smash announced at e3 i wholeheartedly believe that it will come with a suite of microsoft content so let's just say it's banjo we'll get a minecraft skin for a fucking me fighter we'll get a master chief skin for a me fighter we'll get a cuphead skin for a me fighter we'll get all this music spanning all these games. We'll get a bunch of shit. It'll be really fucking cool. Real fucking cool. I digress. Hmm. On to Microsoft. They've come out and said that they have 14 Microsoft Game Studio games to show off. What? 14. That's more than 13. That's a lot of fucking games, Mike. It's a lot of games. You know a lot of people saying? Microsoft ain't got no games. 14 games, Mike. Three of them are four, so. Three fours is Crackdown 4, mm-hmm. uh, and then Halo 7 through 9. Yep. Wrap it up. Cuphead 7. Mm-hmm. If you were a betting man. And I'm not. Go on. They have all of these new studio acquisitions, so we'll probably see some stuff from them. What? Ninja Theory. 
mm-hmm. Obsidian. Yeah. Uh, they they created a studio in Santa Monica called, um, crap, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's the something. The block. No, it's like the fuck. I think I might be able to see. No. We have three four three studios, which is in charge. Who they're in charge of Halo at the moment, and I don't know. I don't know. Do we think that they're going to announce another studio that they have acquired during this conference? Because that was like one of their big things last year. They announced like three different studios that they acquired. So, I will say I know at the top of the show I did say that I purposely didn't look at leaks today because I didn't want that to influence my thing yep. I did see one leak and that's why I'm refusing to give any uh, anything about Ninja Theory because I saw a game that's allegedly been leaked from Ninja Theory so I won't talk about that Okay. Um, I it also would not have been something that I would even guess so it doesn't matter what I'll guarantee is that Gears 5 will be a big part of their show. All Obviously, these other 14 titles are going to be big deals in their show. We'll probably get a portion dedicated to Cuphead's DLC. Yep. We'll probably get a launch date, Maybe. hopefully. Uh-huh. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps will probably get a release date, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Right. Um, we'll probably see what the Forza teams have been up to. So last year we got Forza Horizon 3 or 4. I can't remember what number it is. So we'll probably see, I would imagine, either Forza Horizon DLC or Forza Motorsport. I think it's on six or seven. Yeah. Outside of that, there's been rumors bubbling for a while that they've been in the process of rebooting the Fable franchise. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably, hopefully, see a new Fable game, which would be fucking awesome because Fable's the shit. And really. For a lot of reasons, this is a big deal E3 for Microsoft. There, if you look at the numbers, just flat out the numbers of consoles sold, Microsoft is losing this generation Yep. in regards to Sony. So that's a reason why this is an important thing. And the other being, Sony isn't at E3. So you have a chance to really fucking push the Xbox brand and ingrain in people's mind that like this is the platform Mm -hmm. do we think that we're going to see anything about the next xbox console Mm, no not even like mentioning of it Uh, i mean maybe they might say like hey you know we're hard at work our boys boys with with Sony coming out recently and acknowledging the, that they're working on the next PlayStation, mm-hmm. not calling it a PS5, just saying we're working on the next PlayStation and giving some light specs about it. Yeah. You don't think Microsoft would take the time at this conference to also say this is what you can expect from the next Xbox? I mean, they could as long as they've actually got something worth talking about. I don't want them to go out there and shoot themselves in the foot saying like, well, we got an idea and this is... So idea, it's going to be a box, really. Drew, drew a picture of a box here. This is what we're going to come out with. We're going to name it something real cool, guys. You'll see. You'll see. What they call it, Xbox something else. You'll... What do you think they'll call the next Xbox? Well, God. Because we got the Xbox, mm-hmm. the Xbox 360, yep. and then the Xbox One. Oh, the, there is no rhyme or reason. Couldn't follow it. Couldn't tell you. 
You think it's going to be called the Xbox 2? Um, they might. They might call it the Xbox Next. They might call it... What about the Xbox One 2? Do a little Wii U action. Uh, it's definitely on the table. What if they called it the Xbox One U? Again, Brendan, you're saying these things as like jokes or something. Look, honestly, anything, anything and everything is on the table the right now. The Xbox One US 4. They'll explain it as being, you know, revolutionary. They have the Xbox, the Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, and now they're going to have the Xbox something else. Maybe it's going to be Xbox so it's going to be spelt backwards. Oxbooks. <laughs> I don't know. Do that again? Oxbooks. I hope they call it that. That's even how you spell Xbox backwards. X O B X. At at what point? Why did I skip the first X? How do you how how do you pronounce an X that starts a word? I don't know. The only word I can think of that xylophone. Xylophone. Zobx. Zobx. Could be. This one might be called Nintendo Switch. I don't fucking know. Uh, I think they'll show something, or maybe not show something, but I do think that they will give some bullet point, notable bullet points. Mm -hmm. Could be teraflops, could be resolution, could be, you know, cloud gaming related. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like they will mention something about it in a bullet point way. Again. There's no no Sony. They need to get ahead of Sony here. Mm-hmm. They can control a lot of like media, like a lot of like the media being covered in this next week can be very heavily Xbox focused. The other thing that I think is going to be a boon for them at this E3 in particular. And I hope they went out and did this. And I believe their conference is 2 hours long, so they they're going to show some shit. Um, typically at an E3 you have all of these other third party games that don't have their own conferences so they're either at the Sony press conference they're at the Microsoft one or maybe they're at the Nintendo one which is the less likelier one the only one they can be at is fucking Microsoft's so Call of Duty whatever's from EA uh all of these things can be shown off at the Microsoft press conference. And I think what Sony does a lot with the PS4 is they work out marketing deals with certain games. Mm-hmm. So that way when you see a commercial for a game on TV, it you know either starts with PlayStation uh, advertising or ends with it. Mm-hmm. Microsoft does that too, but I think Sony does it more. And they do it with games like Call of Duty that are best-selling franchises always in people's minds. So I think people, for that reason, associate Call of Duty as a PlayStation game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So with the lack of Sony here, I would imagine that many of these games, even if they strike a marketing deal with Sony after the fact, are going to be, in a lot of people's minds, Xbox games, which I think will be a big deal for them. Um... 
I think we'll see some Sea of Thieves content. I think we'll see an extended look at Halo Infinite because we really haven't seen anything about the game other than a very brief cinematic teaser. Um, and I'm really hoping we get Banjo. And I hope it's a return to form. And I hope it's Banjo 3. None of this fucking nuts and bolts crack, Mike. None of this shit. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll see a couple of new IPs. And I think we'll see a focus on Game Pass with some big titles being announced for Game Pass that will probably be available that day. As it's coming to Game Pass now. I think that will be a thing. Um, moving on to the big N. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nintendo. Do you think Reggie's going to show up? No. Me either. I just want to say his name. Rest rest in Reggie. Mm-hmm. Re- Reggie in peace. He's not dead. He's just the man. Mm-hmm. And he's retired. Yeah. He's playing Animal, he's playing the new Animal Crossing. Yep, on his Nintendo 3DS. Yep. But he's also playing the new one on his Switch. Oh. And he's just like sitting at home saying, I don't have to go to E3. I can just sit here and hang out with my boy fucking Tom Nook mm-hmm. and KK Slider. Yep. And check out my villagers. Mm-hmm. So, do we think that the Nintendo booth is going to be focused around a singular game like it has done a few times in the most recent? Mm-hmm. So, we the, the year of the Switch, we got a Breath of the Wild-centric thing. Yeah. Follow, uh, that was the year, actually that was the year leading up to the Switch. Because the year the Switch came out, we got Mario Odyssey, got that treatment. And then last year, it was mostly Smash-focused, I think. But they also had other things playable. Mm. Do we think we're getting that with a single game this year? Do we think we're getting a Pokemon-centric booth? Do we think we're getting an Animal Crossing-centric booth? Mm. Or I guess it could be another game, but those are the two, I would argue, marquee titles. That's probably Animal Crossing. You think it'll be a centric booth or or a a mishmash of all of the games they have coming out? Because they have a lot of games coming out. Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. What I am curious about is that the week leading up to E3, we get, well, I guess the week before, we get a Nintendo Direct about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh-huh. I think part of that is they wanted to go into detail on certain things that Pokemon fans would care about and maybe a general Nintendo fan might not care too much about. So I think that's part of the reason why they had that separate direct. It's like, hey, we're going to talk about certain things that maybe a casual Nintendo fan or a Nintendo fan who maybe isn't into Pokemon, this won't bore them if we hold up a block of time for this type of stuff during the direct. Which is why I think they also did that with Smash. I mean, they had a separate Smash Direct right before it came out that went into fucking the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that at the E3 thing. Mm-hmm. I think they do that on purpose. Um, the other part of me is thinking, are they doing this because they have another Pokemon game they're going to announce that would get swallowed up by Sword and Shield announcements? Like a smaller title? Um, like thinking like a like a mystery dungeon for Switch or something like that, like a smaller Pokemon game that would get 
very much overshadowed by the mainline game. Pokemon Snap 2, who knows? So you're suggesting that they move their Pokemon stuff somewhere else because they had a smaller Pokemon thing to talk about in the middle of everything else they're doing? I mean, it's what it's. it would be the reverse of what they did to last year mm-hmm. where they had a Pokemon thing prior where they announced Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu separately from them having that logo teaser of saying, hey, we're working on a Pokemon game for Switch. This might have been two years ago. I don't remember. Hmm. So they, they purposely put Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu out ahead of it so that way it wouldn't get swallowed up by, oh my god, they're making a fucking Pokemon for the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I think the reverse of that is twofold. I think that, again, they went into the nitty-gritty, so I think that is why they had a separate direct the week before it's Pokemon. Pokemon can definitely command and demands its own hype train behind it. So they can put a Pokemon Direct out whenever and be fine. But I think part of it is, again, they're going into detail. That might not be for everyone. Someone like Todd who doesn't care about Pokemon, that might make him lose interest in the E3 Direct because he doesn't care about Pokemon. But I do think the other part of it is I think we're going to get another Pokemon title to Switch that is a lesser title, like a Pokemon Snap sequel or a, I don't know, Pokemon Snap for Labo or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or something like that. I think we're going to get some sort of other Pokemon Switch game, mm-hmm. and that's part of why this was a separate Direct. Granted, I do think that there will be a some sort of sword and shield announcement in the direct like i think that there will be a bigger slice of something in the direct for pokemon sword and shield whether it's starter evolutions or something i think we'll get something big from that it'll obviously also probably make it into one or multiple like direct sizzle reels like i'm sure there'll be like kind of moments in the direct because they did this last year where they'll do a sizzle reel of a bunch of games that are coming out or already out and Pokemon Sword and Shield will probably be in that slice as well mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like you I feel like you're not on board with that idea I feel like it's not hitting with you uh, not especially but I mean could happen I that's where that's where my mind is at that's why I think they purposely did that I think we'll see things like Super Mario I, I think we're going to see stuff on all of the games that are coming out Super Mario Maker 2, Fire Emblem, uh, not Warriors, Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, um, blah, 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 Astral Chain, Luigi's Mansion. I think we're going to have a big chunk of this on Animal Crossing. I think we're going to have a portion of it be on a Smash character. Who do you think the Smash character is going to be? Mm, someone I probably don't even end up caring about. Do you think it will be one of the alleged leaks from before? Yeah, probably. So, if I had to give my best guess of who I think it actually will be, is I think that there's a high chance that it's a Dragon Quest person. Mm -hmm. Whether that's Erdrick or someone else. And that's simply because Nintendo's publishing Dragon Quest 
11 or whatever the one that's coming to the switch they're publishing it in the united states i don't know if they're publishing it in other countries too they i don't think they publish it in japan but they're publishing it here Mm -hmm. so they have a an investment on that game doing well how do we help that game do well over here okay well we put a fucking smash character Mm -hmm. because that'll help drive awareness because the games do fine in japan they don't do so hot over here all the time um we also have Dragon Quest Builders 2 coming. So I think the likelihood of something Dragon Quest related coming to Smash is pretty high. Who would I ultimately want to see? Well, obviously Gino is my pick. He's been my pick forever. Um, and then runner-up to that would probably be Banjo. Those are my two that I would really love to see, but I ultimately think it's going to end up being a Dragon Quest hero. A lot of people on the internet seem to be saying that we're getting two smash characters Mm. i don't know why we would get two i feel like they don't need to do that i feel like they can keep spacing them out and just keep driving smash as this powerhouse but you never know um but i think animal crossing is going to be their big thing probably their closer unless they close with the smash character but i feel like they can't i don't know i feel like as big as Smash is and as how it's how it's successful and popular and how well done it has been doing sales-wise and stuff, I don't think they'll end with the Smash thing again. I just feel like I feel like that won't please a lot of people who don't care about Smash. Mm. So the Smash announcement will probably be at the beginning or in the middle. I can't imagine it being the closer. I think the closer will be a a big thing on Animal Crossing going into that. And I think that will roll into their Treehouse Live being about Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. is what my guess would be. I think we won't see Bayonetta 3. I think we will not see Metroid Prime. All right. I don't know if you feel a way about either of those. Uh, I forgot about all those games. Do you think we'll see some other... Ba- uh, also, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 will, will definitely be a part oh, yeah. of this. Do we think we'll see... Nintendo crossover in that game? Hmm? Do you think we'll see Nintendo characters in that game? Marvel? Yeah. No. So here's why I think it's a possibility. Apparently they were planned to be in the first two games. But I guess they also had them in the code for the other console versions. So Nintendo got mad and said no. Hmm. Because the code for the characters was also on the other games. Hmm. So somebody could have you know, hacked into it and then put them on your Xbox. So it's clearly something that they've talked about before. And with how looser Nintendo's been with their IPs and letting people take control of them and stuff, I, I could see them doing that. I could see one or two people showing up. I could see that happening. I think it'd be pretty cool. Mamma mia, Iron Man, someone's stolen Princess I Peach. It, I don't think it'd be Mario, though. I think it would be like Link or Samus or Fox or... Captain Falcon. <coughs> Just because I think no those, problem, Link. Those those we'll would do it. those would lend more to I think the style of the game. I think Mario would be be too out of place. It's it's all silliness, but I think like like a Captain Falcon punch fits for some reason to me. I don't know why. Captain Marvel, we need your help. That's my uh my fox flapping my head. Okay. Right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Show me your moves. All right, Captain Falcon. I'm Captain America. Show me your moves. Think they'll give him voices? 
Don't put Pitt in there. You think we'll get a new Kid Icarus game? Yeah, I mean, if, if that's what they want, they love they love that Kid Icarus. I think we're going to get another tease at another Nintendo IP. I don't think necessarily a new IP. I think we're going to get another Nintendo franchise getting a Switch revival that hasn't had one. I don't know if it will be Star Fox. I don't know if it will be Captain Falcon. By that, I mean F-Zero. I don't know if it will be... I don't know. I was gonna. I was thinking of another one, and I just lost it. I think there will be one. I just don't know which one it will be. My best guess would be probably Pikmin 4. Mm-hmm. But I do think we'll get another tease at another long-term... Uh, a game that's not coming out anytime soon but a long-term play saying, hey, like, I know we got all these cool games we're talking about now coming out this year, blah, 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 but also, like, we're throwing this one into the mix, fucking Pikmin 4 2020. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see something like that. That pretty much wraps up what we can even begin to predict for E3. Okay. Is there one singular thing that you'd be excited to see across the board? Or is there already something that you're looking forward to seeing? No. There's nothing you're looking forward to seeing? No. I'm just going to tune in and be like, hey, what do you guys got for me? Not excited for the Avengers game, not excited for Animal Crossing, not excited for Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, the only one at, that you just listed is maybe the Avengers game. You're not even excited about it? I mean, I kind of forgot it was happening until, like, someone was like, hey, this is the thing that's happened. I'm like, oh, really? All right. All right, Mike. You're you're, an, you're a fucking odd cat. I like it. What anime game do you think we're going to get shown? Because uh, there will definitely be at least one. Well, you're you're the fucking Mike's Anime Minute. Welcome to Mike's Anime Minute. Mike, what anime game are you predicting to be at E3? Well, they dropped the ball with Jump Force, so whatever they show it now, just going to be another failure. Failure. Do you have a, a pick? Are we getting like One Punch Man? Are we getting My Hero Academia? Are we getting a, uh, I don't know, anime thing? Sure. Any anime. I don't care. It could be something that's already had 18 games. What would be an anime getting a game that you'd be pumped about? Uh huh. Mm, yeah. Uh huh. That sounds about right. Nothing. No, I mean the Jump Force thing sounded great in theory, but execution was like so-so. So I mean, they could come up with another, you know, anime fighting game. Maybe I'd be into it. So that's what you'd want. You'd want like a a mashup anime fighting game. Eh, not necessarily. Do you, what? What if we get? Because we haven't we haven't mentioned anything about Capcom, which I'm sure there'll be something from Capcom at somewhere whatever whether it's Beautiful Joe I see that being a thing I think we're going to get well a real prediction I think we're going to get a versus series game on the Switch mm-hmm. I don't know what it will be I don't think it will be Nintendo versus Capcom even though I desperately want that and uh, people at Capcom want that I don't think that's it though but I do think we'll get a versus game for Switch only Will it be Tatsunoko versus Capcom 2? I don't know. But I do think we'll get a, a versus game announced on the Switch. 
But what if at the Microsoft conference, Mike, it just Capcom presents, and then it's like, and it's like Capcom versus Shonen Jump or whatever they would go by. Would you be fucking down with that? Uh. Probably in the same way that I was like, oh, cool, Jump Force, and then just be immediately disappointed by it. But with Capcom behind the wheel, you get... Oh, great, we'll get, uh, you know, MVC Infinite. Listen, Fantastic. they have one blemish on their record of really good versus games. I personally don't like 3, but a lot of people do. 2 is broken, but it's a fun game. And I'm not a competitive player, so I don't care. And then Capcom vs. SNK 1 and 2 are fucking phenomenal. Uh, I don't know about one, but Capcom vs. SNK 2 is really good. Mm-hmm. And then Tatsunoko vs. Capcom is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Little, little, mm, there's some unbalanced characters. It was also a Wii-only game, but it was a fucking banger. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Controller Podcast. As always, you can find us on the internet at pastcontroller.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. If you're a fan of the show and you want to help support the show, you can do that easy and for free by sharing the podcast on social media, telling a friend, let someone know about this lovely podcast that you listen to, and leave us a review on iTunes. Those things are are, are immensely helpful in helping us grow the show. If you do have a few bucks to spare, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash controller or buy something from our stop, shop at pastacontroller.threadless.com. And, uh, yeah, we have a Discord, too. You want to come hang out with us in the community? You can follow us on Twitter, at PassController, and I can shoot you a link, or you can check our pinned tweet and get in there and hang out with our community, play some Overwatch or some other fun games, Division 2, whatever, what have you. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for this week's episode. I'm excited for E3. I can't wait to sit down with my laptop on Sunday and just fucking watch some video game announcements, Mike. Mm-hmm. You can also find me at Groom, and you can find this gore. Gore? This guy at underscore. I I like started to say underscore when I said guy, so that's why I said gore. Uh, you can find this guy at underscore Mike O Path. And again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Controller Podcast, episode one forty five.